who has the best roster in the NFL, who has the worst. There was a list that ranked them all. We're going to give you the three teams that were rated too high and three teams that were rated too low on this list and give you an update on the Deshaun Watson situation. I'm Chris Carter of the Locked On NFL podcast, joined by your boy Q. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q, and we're we're ending the week on a strong note here. Q, how's it going? Man, it's fantastic. It is another, uh, you know, another week in the books. We're already in the July now. Training camp's right around the corner. And sooner before you know it, man, we'll be talking about games. First preseason, then actual regular season games. So uh, the calendar is not slow down for any man. And uh, the NFL loves it this way. And so do we. So uh, bl- glad to be back on another Friday. Absolutely here. So what we're going to start off with is, you know, it's it's July now. It's officially July. Um, so. Now we get we it's it's the time for lists, it's the time for predictions and comparisons and all these other things because all the teams are on vacation, they're doing their thing. But we're gonna t- today look at a list done by Ben Lindsley over on, on ESPN Plus. If you go there, Ben Lindsley ranked all NFL rosters, strengths, weaknesses, and X factors, uh, based on their starting lineups. So this is like a, a look across the board, basically how Ben Ben Lindsley see, sees uh, uh, each roster stacking up against each other um, and and who they are now. What we're gonna do in the first segment here, we're gonna give you the three teams that we think should be ranked higher, and the next segment we'll talk about the three teams that should be ranked lower here. But before we get to that, I want to give you a sense of what this list is. Um, again, and, go and to ESPN. remember, Chris, this is Ben is from Pro Football Focus, so right. you know it's very uh, analytic driven. So let's just go ahead and throw it out there that it's very analytic driven because you know every time we uh, talk about rankings and stuff like that, sometimes uh, numbers don't always match up. But remember, this is right. by analytics because he's from Pro Football Focus. Right, and that's 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 an important thing here. And there's a lot of people who have a lot of opinions about pro football <laughs> focus right. because they can be way out there with their takes sometimes. Um, but I don't think this part was way out there. In fact, I think the the top of their list wasn't way out there. Even the top five or so, they have the number one roster in the NFL right now, being the Buffalo Bills. Next, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at two, the Los Angeles Chargers at three, the Los Angeles Rams at four, and the Green Bay Packers at five. I'm not too upset about that top five. I think that's a pretty solid listing. Those are all five teams I expect to be competing for a Super Bowl this year. No, I think those top five are fine. I mean, some may look at the Chargers and say they continue every single year to be talked about. And, hey, this is the year the Chargers are going to be this great team. And then somehow they find a way to charger it up. But on paper, which is this is what this is about, the roster, they do look really stacked. They do look really stacked. They've added a lot of pieces. They were a team that everyone thought was going to be something like this last year. Yep. Just missed the playoffs on a crazy way to end end the season, um, as you saw with the Raiders there. But this is where it's, I think the list started to get funky. At number six in the NFL is the Cleveland Browns. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that's interesting. Then at number seven is the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. I'm not sure how many people would have thought of that going in. And then at number eight is the Cincinnati Bengals, who were just in the Super Bowl. Um, number nine is the Kansas City Chiefs. Number 10 is the Miami Dolphins. That means outside of your top 10 is the 49ers who were just in the NFC champ- championship. Uh, you know, you're 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 looking at you're looking at teams like that, teams that made the playoffs, you know, uh, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, who a lot of people think will have a bounce back here, the Saints, who a lot of people are, co- are confident in. You know, it's interesting to see that as your top 10. So 
we're not going to go through the whole list, but we are going to give you the three teams that we think each of us are ranked too low on this list and should be higher. Who's the first team on your list here, Q, that they have been messed up? That I think should be higher? Yes. I think that, and you mentioned them, and I'm going to shout out to them right away, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that they need to be higher. Uh, trying to get your protection. Hey, man, I'm going to get that out of the way right now, (laughs) damn it. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Do you hear me, Cincinnati? Jeez. Yeah, no, for real, though. Just all jokes aside, I, I, I don't think that they're, uh, they should be ranked eighth. You know, you looked at some of those in the top seven, and you say, yeah, there's a couple there. Matter of fact, I look at the Cleveland Browns and say, yeah, I got questions about them. Of course, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, yeah, I look at the Cincinnati Bengals and think that they definitely deserve to be a little bit higher. They have a hell of an offense. We saw that. That's what fueled them to get to the Super Bowl. They have a defense that creates a bunch of turnovers. That's also what helped them get to the Super Bowl. And, oh, by the way, this offseason, they went out and improved their offensive line, which was their Achilles heel. So that, with all that being said, they definitely should be higher than number eight. I do think that that's going to be very interesting to see that. Um, I, I do think that the Bengals are you know, one of those teams. I didn't put them on my list, though, I because I, I was like... Disrespectful! Right, yes, totally. The Bengals fans are totally coming for me. They're <laughs> going to cancel me. It's going to be all bad for me. But my first team that I think that they ranked way too low on this list was the Indianapolis Colts. Really? And I know the Colts are a team that didn't make the playoffs last yeah. year. But I said back then, I think a lot of that was Carson Wentz. I think this is a team with a very strong offensive line. Jonathan Taylor was in MVP conversations yeah. towards the later part of the year. Their defense is talented. Darius Leonard's going to be back. They added Stephon Gilmore. Uh, this is a this is a group that I think top to bottom with now Matt Ryan at quarterback. Is that you believe I, you believe in him? You believe he's gonna he's gonna take that next step? I don't think that Matt Ryan is some godsend to them. Right. But I do think that he is a balancing quarterback. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think, gotcha. That, okay. I think Carson Wentz was that un unreliable to be consistent yeah he was bad ryan (laughs) on a talented team yeah and and again i like michael Pittman jr i think that he he's he's done some really good things i like the athleticism of paris campbell and i loved alec pierce in the nfl yeah for sure i I think that offense with jonathan taylor and matt ryan to kind of be the level-headed quarterback who can just kind of give you solid performance game in and game out that's the type of play that makes this team a little bit better than where they're ranked at 15th overall on this on this list okay Uh, so i have them being higher who's your second team that should be higher well they're right behind them the number 16th ranked team in the dallas cowboys and i know that cowboy fans are gonna say yeah but it's always a disappointment they're always supposed to be so good but on paper and again this is what we're talking about we're talking about rosters we're not talking about wins we're not talking about schedules we're not talking about coaches we're talking about the roster the cowboys are stacked with talent now are they gonna put it all together i don't know but I, I could tell you that I feel that they have more talent than even the Indianapolis Colts, you know, and that's not a disrespect to you, but I just look at, you know, a You're team fine. like the Colts and say, hey, you know, the Cowboys, I think they have more more talent than them. I think they have more talent than the Broncos. I think there's, I mean, there's, there's a, a few teams that I think they have more talent than, so I would definitely move the Cowboys up. I would not have any complaints about that. They are a talented roster, but as uh, you said, you said about the I think the charges. It was the Cowboys find some way to cowboy yeah, it up exactly uh, <laughs> when they have those talented rosters right. they have for the last like twenty five years. Um, all right, my second team here that I think should be higher is the Arizona Cardinals, and I know some Ooh. people might bite my head off for this one, but I'm I'm reaching down into the barrel. I'm not just picking stuff off the top. Yeah, yeah. This is some deep. They're ranked thinking. really low too. They're ranked really low. They're ranked 23rd. Yeah. So, like, you're talking about 
bottom of the you know bottom of the league you know wouldn't make the playoffs type of stuff right I don't think Kyler Murray's that bad I think he's actually pretty good of a quarterback I think James Conner showed that he can be reliable DeAndre Hopkins will be back they added Marquise Brown as a secondary option not the primary option I right. think that's where he needs to be in an offense you still got AJ Green Zach Ertz you have a, an offensive line I think that will hold together you have a defense that is going to have talent you still got JJ Watt Zayvon Collins Isaiah Simmons. I like Byron Murphy as he's getting older. Buda Baker's still back there. I think this roster, which is listed at 23, it should be a little bit higher, um, boosted up a little bit, because I do think they're more of a playoff contender than this list would lead you to believe. No, that's fair. That's fair, you know, and, and I do like what Arizona does. Uh, I think that I'm a, I'm a prisoner of what they do in the second half of seasons and how Kyler Murray Very performs true. the second half of season. But again, that's not what this is about. But, you know, we get it caught up in our mind because we know the tendencies. Again, the list is about rosters. So to that, uh, to you know, to that point, the roster, them being high, ranked higher makes a lot of sense. So I, I, I can't really disagree with you on that. I like that. Who's your last team here that you think needs to be ranked higher on this list? I'm going to go with the team that you overlooked because I saw you go went all the way down to number 23. I'm going to stop at number 21. And I'm not trying to be a homer, but I think that the Raiders <laughs> are being uh, overlooked. I mean, you remember this was the fifth seed in the playoffs a year ago, and all they did is go out there and got Devontae Adams. Uh, and again, I know coaching staff doesn't matter. I, I believe their coaching is a lot better, but you go out there and get Devontae Adams. Uh, you know, you go out there and make some other moves and yep. get Chandler Jones. I mean, you get all kind of other weapons. I don't think that you're the 12th ranked uh, AFC team, and I sure don't think you're the 21st ranked roster in the NFL. So I just think that the Raiders are, are really being uh, overlooked as far as this list goes. So I would definitely move them up. I feel you. I feel you. And it's funny you said I, I overlooked the Raiders with my last pick. You're going to think that I overlooked this other team then because they're right below below the Raiders on this list, listed at number 22, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, why did you go like, in number numerical order? Because <laughs> I wanted to mess with you. That's why. I knew you wouldn't see this coming. Uh, but totally, we're both being homers here because these are the two teams that we cover. <laughs> but my, re my reasoning for why I think the Steelers should be higher than 22 is last year, the Steelers made the playoffs with – their defensive line being decimated, their quarterback situation. Ben Roethlisberger had no cannon of an arm. He was he was down to his his last year. Yeah. Their linebacker situation was toast. Devin Bush couldn't read. He couldn't do too much off of a knee that he was still recovering from an ACL injury. Joe Schobert was kind of meh. They added Miles Jack, who will be better at that. Devin Bush has, uh, you know, all all through minicamp and OTAs, he looked like the Devin Bush before he got injured, which was a pretty good linebacker. They added Larry Ogunjobi, Cam Hayward's back, Tyson Alualu's back. They added younger pieces to the defensive line of Marvin Leal. And this offense, I honestly, like I know Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, and everyone's saying, yeah. "Oh, what are they going to be?" They're going to be better than Ben Roethlisberger was last year because they're going to be able to just stretch the field a little bit more. That's where I see this being like a hey, that team was nine seven and one last year mm -hmm. with, uh, with, you know, with 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 Ben Roethlisberger at the helm, the worst rushing defense in the NFL, and all these other problems that came with it. You're taking away those problems. They've they've added pieces to the offensive line. They've added a new young receiver in George Pickens. They've got younger quarterbacking. They've got a defense that should be more together, and they have a a, a slew of veteran cornerbacks along with Minka Fitzpatrick, the reigning defensive MVP in TJ Watt and uh, multiple time all pros and Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick. To me, that team is a better than 22. I'm not saying way up into the yeah. top 10, but I'm saying they, 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 they should definitely be up there a bit more, just like the Raiders should be. I, I, I can see that. I think my biggest hang up is, is the Mitchell Trubisky, you know, Kenny Pickett 
scenario you know we don't we don't know what they're going to be right exactly so that's just kind of my hang up there but uh you know every other every other part of the team that you just broke down makes a lot of sense so i i could see them being higher than than 22nd i think as far as the afc goes uh i think the raiders like i said was 21st and then steelers were 22nd and then there was like two other teams afc wise and that was it yeah it was the it was the um the jets and the jaguars no the jaguars and the texans for the afc uh, yeah, the Jets, Jaguars, Texans, they were all three of the AFC teams that were That's right. lower than the, gotcha. the only other three AFC teams that were lower than the Steelers and the Raiders. Right. So there you go. I mean, I, I don't think that uh, I don't the, think Ste- that I don't think the Steelers that. or the Raiders are in the category with the other teams that we just mentioned, the Jets, the Jaguars, right. and the Texans. I, I just think they that, have way more talent than that. I agree. That's why we're pumping both of these guys up there you now. Go. We, we got to go over the, the we, we we've made some fan bases happy with these with with this we're gonna make some fan bases mad with the next one of the three <laughs> teams each of that each of us think should be ranked lower we'll talk about that in just a minute but first we got to talk to you guys about betonline.net betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information find all the latest sports developments league reviews and news including major league baseball which is now the only thing going on that's in the major sporting world it's tough q because now we don't got the nba finals we don't got the <laughs> stanley cup finals it's it's now that part of the season where if you're a sports junkie, you're hurting because you're like, man, there's only one sport that I can rely on. But how do you get through that time? You put money down. You make it more fun for yourself. You make some money so that when football season comes, you're up going into football season. And the best way to do that is to learn about all the trends, the action, the odds from betonline.net, your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action when you visit BetOnline, where the game starts. We're back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. And uh, we're time to go for the three teams that Ben Lindsay should have ranked lower on his thirty, his yeah, all of the thirty-two NFL rosters. This is going to be aggressive. Q, we we did prep and talk about our lists. Yeah, we have the same team as the top team that should be ranked lower here. It's the Cleveland Browns being ranked at sixth overall as far as a roster. I'm with you. This team, listen, I get that there's excitement and that if you took away all the Deshaun Watson noise and all right. the stuff that we are going to talk about later in this show, maybe you'd put them in that conversation. But I'm sorry, this team missed the playoffs last year, probably won't have Deshaun Watson this year, you know, or at least for a big chunk of yeah. this year. And they still got a lot of things to answer for. I just I can't see them as a top 10 team right now. Well, I mean, that's just it. The Deshaun Watson situation, you don't know when he's going to be out there, so you can't factor him in. Right. I mean, right. and so right now your quarterback is what Jacoby Brissett or uh, right. or uh, who was the young man that was uh, in, in Pittsburgh? Um, that, oh, Josh Dobbs. Yeah, yeah I Dobbs. That he's the yeah, fourth option. Exactly. So there you go. You got pick. You got a uh, you got Brissett or Dobbs. And, and so, you know, no disrespect to either one of those guys, but they don't strike fear in anybody. Right nope. at all. So, yeah, Deshaun Watson, if he's in the mix and everything is clear and you don't have to worry about a suspension. Sure. They have a really good roster. But the most important guy is the trigger man, and they don't have yep. that trigger man. I know Baker nope. Mayfield's currently there, but he's not currently there, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, there's there's that. I, I just That's why I can't put him at a, a top-10 team, just being with all those question marks that you have with the quarterback situation. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm right with you there because again they got questions there. I'm still I'm still want to see more from their defense. Like you know, again the Steelers defense with all the problems they had at quarterback and the other things, they, and still not being able to stop the run. Their pass rush was able to make up for that. They found ways to gut out games. I'm not sure sure the Browns can do that this year with all the questions. And even if Deshaun Watson comes back at some point in the season, right, that dark cloud is going to hover over them. And that to me, it, it that that comes with him being on the roster. So when you're you're talking about on you know guys on paper that's an asterisk that I that I that I put on that team right away now our second teams are a little are a little different here uh I went with the Dolphins but you went for the Broncos I went with the Dolphins because they were ranked number 10 I right. actually think the Dolphins could will be competitive this year I just don't know about the 10th best roster in the NFL that to me feels a little strong namely because Chase Edmonds is an okay backup running back. We still got to see more from Tua. Very excited about Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and Cedric Wilson as a trio of wide receivers. Yeah. I think that they've done a good job. They went and got Teron Armstead, even though he's a little bit older. Um, but, you know, I, I still look around the roster and I don't see the overall strength across the board. I, I think they might have the best combination of wide receivers and cornerbacks. You know, when you look at Ty Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and then Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, I, I think if you were to take a a, 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 a a quartet of wide receivers and corners from any NFL team, they might have the best at that. Right. But the problem that I have with the Dolphins roster that it makes them they shouldn't be top 10 is the rest of the roster. And I don't think that they fit into that category. Well, they, they added a lot of talents uh, this offseason, so I'll give them that. You know, they went out there and made a, a strong effort to go ahead and, and surround Tua with as much talent as possible. You, you already named off all the guys, but address the offensive line as well, address the running back in the fullback position. Uh, and then, of course, Coach McDaniel comes over from the San Francisco 49ers and is expected to be a, a pretty big uh, X factor for them. Now, again, uh, the coaching staff does not equivalent into this conversation about rosters. So my big question with the Dolphins is, is the trigger man you know it's, it goes back to Tua and so I want to believe that Tua is going to be really good but I just have to see it so uh, I can I could totally understand why you'd want to move them down from 10 get them out of the top 10 just because there is that question mark hovering over Tua's head but see you want to take a team that's not in the top 10 a team yep. that's actually ranked 14th and bump them down lower do you have a problem with the Denver Broncos trigger man? Because that's Russell Wilson. No, but I have the problem with the rest of the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have <laughs> Russell Wilson, and then, you know, what else? You know, they had to give up quite a bit to go get Russell Don't Wilson. Don't tell Cody. He's going to come for you, man. Oh, hey, I know. I know. And there's a lot of hype around Denver about how great they're going to be. But, you know, they had Vic Fangio a year ago as their coach, and he's a defensive guru and, uh, you know, one of the best in the league. And they don't have that now. And they have Nathaniel Hackett, who is a first-time head coach. And, again, we're talking about the roster. But when I just look up and down the roster, Roster. I see some holes on the offensive line. I, I know that they have nice edge rushers. I get that. They have some good uh, some good corners. I get that as well. But I just want to see how everything comes together. And I just feel like there's a lot of questions. Russell Wilson is not the same Russell Wilson that he was when he was winning the Super Bowl in, this, in, in Seattle. But again, that had, uh, that had other elements. Last year, he was banged up quite a bit. So I like the acquisition of Wilson. I'm just not sure how quickly it's going to come together. So I wouldn't rank them at 14th already because, well, they haven't they haven't shown anything either. So really, I took the Cowboys and I and I replaced them. I had them in the segment where we were talking about the teams that should be higher. The Cowboys were in at 16. The Broncos were at 14. I took the Cowboys and basically swapped them with the Broncos. So I just moved them down a few spots. Okay, so like not like they're crazy. Not a mass, right? yeah, like yeah, not a massive, you know, drop. But I just don't think that fourteen is high enough. And honestly, I could even go a step further and say I, I would take the Raiders over the Broncos roster right now. And and that's just uh, on the strength of Devontae Adams being the best wide receiver in the league. <laughs> I mean, straight up. There you go. 
No, uh, that, that's fair. That's fair. The last team that we want that we want to talk about though is a team that we agree about, and it's the Washington Commanders. Yeah. Now they were they weren't ranked. I don't think that they were ranked egregiously like ridiculously high, no. but still at seventeen. The same problem that I said was the, for the Colts last year is now their problem. That's <laughs> right. <Wentz>. Right. <laughs> I I just I'm I, and I love Terry McLaurin. Yeah. I think that he's a heck of a player. Got I think Jahan Dotson's going to be a fine NFL wide receiver, but I got questions about your offensive line. I like Deron Payne, and I think what they're trying to do at defensive line could be something good there with Jonathan Allen. Chase Young, of course, is there. Montez Sweat, but linebacker questions, secondary mm-hmm. questions. I just this is a team. This is a roster that I think that they can they'll they'll win games. They'll be competitive. They'll push to the towards like the playoffs. But they're one of those teams that like I'm dropping below the Raiders. I'm dropping below the Steelers. I'm dropping below the Titans. I'm dropping below the Cardinals. You know, I'm yeah. I'm putting them. I'm putting them. They're on the upper tier of that tier of teams that we were talking about, like the, the, the Jets yeah. and yeah. the Jaguars and those two. Like they're they're on the the cusp between that and like the other the, the next tier of teams. But they are not a team that I see as a complete roster that should be in the top 20 in the NFL. I saw Carson Wentz a year ago look too much like a shortstop where he would throw the ball and bounce it into first base, right? I mean, it's just – and that doesn't work in the NFL. You've got to complete the pass. You no. can't drop it off the off the turf and then uh, into the receiver's hands. That's not going to work. I just don't trust Carson Wentz at all. Uh, I think this is going to be a bad experiment in Washington with him. I think this is probably his last team that he's on as far as a starting quarterback, and then maybe he'll go and be a backup somewhere after that. Uh, I that So with that, I, I just can't trust him. I don't know about Jerron Payton. I like him a lot. I don't know if he's in the plans for Washington. You know, there's yeah, been a lot of, that's part of it, too. You know, there's a lot of rumors that he could be on the way out, you know? Right. So yes. who knows? Uh, I, I do like – uh, the defensive pressure that they can create, you know, they've been really strong defensively, but I just have way too many questions on that Washington offensive side of the ball. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't see them at number 17. Again, I would drop them down uh, in the lower 20s just like you would. So uh, there you go. My team's moving down. The Browns, the Broncos, and Washington. My team's moving up. The Bengals, the Cowboys, and the Raiders. Simple as that. Teams I got moving up, Colts, Cardinals, and Steelers. Teams I got moving down, Browns, Dolphins, Commanders. A little bit of similarity there in the yeah. down department. Uh, we, we 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 each gave basically six whole teams here that we think are going are are better on this list. Let us know if you think we're crazy either way. At your boy Q two five four for Q at Carter critiques for me. Oh, they will. <laughs> oh yeah, they they all man. Like, they'll let me, us they'll, know. <laughs> they'll let us know. And, and the reason, like we, we were joking about the Bengals fans, the first. If you're new to this show, Bengals fans, whenever we slight the Bengals, if we just say they're not the greatest team of all time, Bengals fans, ah, you're disrespecting us. And we're just <laughs> like, everybody, calm down. Like it's a, it's, a, it's just we're going over lists and we're giving our opinions and we're just like, hey, we'll we'll, we'll see. But anyways, it's we got to take another break. When we come back, we do have to update y'all on the Deshaun Watson situation because the hearings have concluded its decision time for what's going down. We'll give you all the, all the notes right there, right here in the Lockdown NFL podcast right after this. on NFL podcast the Friday edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q okay Q seems like we do this every week now giving people updates on Deshaun Watson yeah. but it is major a major the you know the major news story really right. of the NFL every week it's the reason why both of us thought that the, the Browns should be lower because neither you or I think that he's coming out of this clean now we do know that Deshaun Watson Settle agreed to settlements, conditional settlements with 20 of the 24 accusers. There's still four accusers out there that 
uh, that that won't they that, that don't want to settle that they're not done with this. Um, but the the hearings, the disciplinary hearings were done, you know, were completed in front of a uh, former judge Sue Robinson. Um, she's uh, you know that, that those hearings concluded Thursday, and now it's coming down to a question of um, uh, of how this is going to get played out. Now, according to NFL.com, the post hearing briefs. Uh, for this situation are due by uh, July 11th. So we still got time. Like we're right. gonna, we're still gonna be talking about this next week. For this sure. isn't gonna be settled for within sure. the next week or so. But this is my opinion, Q. I think that the NFL, they look at this, they see the blowers this that this still has in the NFL, unless something crazy pops up. So some 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 evidence that we didn't know about that helps Deshaun Watson's side. I don't think that happens. I don't think that evidence is out there. Um I think I, I think the NFL is going to put him on some sort of exempt list or indefinite suspension before training camp that opens on July 26th. Yeah, you know, this is the thing, and, and this is really one of those tough um, cases to, to really break down because we've heard so many rumors and reports, but when the disciplinary hearing was going on, we didn't hear anything, right, because they made sure right. that there was nothing that got out. So I think that this is going to be drug out. I really do. I think it's going to take a while. I thought it was going to get, uh, you know, come to a conclusion before training camp. I think that that would be the right way to make sure everything happens before training camp, but I'm not too sure, man. I feel like that this is going to drag out. As you mentioned, we don't have to hear anything until July 11th, but then you're going to get a piece. You're going to get, the, you know, it's going to be so many different situations that I believe are going to pop up. It's just, it, it feels like it's going to drag on for a while. And the thing is, the NFL has to get this right. You know what I mean? Because of the severity of the issue, like it can't be something that people look at and we're talking about, talking, well, that was a slap on the wrist. That was not like, yeah. that can't be the case. It's almost one of those where you have to over, over punish you know, just right. for the sake of we better make sure we get this right. So that's why I think that this is such a sticky situation and that they've really got to uh, break it down and, and almost take their time on what they're going to do here. Uh, I believe, and I've been in the belief that it's going to be uh, a whole year suspension. I don't think he's going to play until the 2023 season. But then there's going to be arguments about, well, what about ownership that hasn't gotten in trouble for anything? They're part of the they're part of the and, CBA, and they're not wrong. And, and listen. The, the fact that there are owners, including the Dan Snyder hearings, which are still going on right, right. now, the fact that there are owners that it does not exonerate Deshaun Watson. However, it does bring into question, hey, Robert Kraft was caught on tape right. doing all sorts of crazy stuff with women who were being trafficked. Mm -hmm. And the it's been pushed to the back. We, we don't hear about it anymore. He never got punished. He never had to give up his team. Nothing like that. Right. So I get that argument. And if your argument is, hey, we still need to go after those guys, absolutely. But if your argument is, well, then if they don't get punished, Deshaun Watson shouldn't get punished, I am with you. Now, does that mean that there's disparity and there's and there's not, you know, that's not being treated equal? Absolutely. Right. But what Deshaun Watson, what we have been told, if, if what we know to be true, right. what we've heard to be true on this situation is, is still there. That does not what what other people got away with does not excuse what Deshaun Watson right. has been alleged to have done. So I again I look at this situation and the NFL, you know, there this this is a this is a lot louder because this guy, you know, when Bob Kraft is the owner of the Patriots, he's the owner, he's he's in the box. You don't right. see him on the field, he's not the face of the team. Deshaun Watson is the if he if he plays, he's the face of the Browns. He's the superstar quarterback that's going to be leading a team that a lot of people that some people think are one of the top 10 teams in the NFL <laughs> if he plays. Right. And if he's out there throwing touchdowns and, and your highlight and you got to do his highlights and then he's making plays on Monday Night Football and people are thinking what 
what is this? What is this mentioned? That is a lot louder than the ownership. And again, I'm not justifying. Right. I'm not punishing the owners for, for what they've been part of. I'm just saying this is part of this is something that the NFL is going to is absolutely going to crack down before before those other things. And bringing those up as an excuse to Deshaun Watson isn't the right move. Bringing it up as a reason for why to punish other people. That's where I think it's a it's more reasonable. Well, the thing about it is we know that the owners and the players uh, go by different rules, right? And, and the owners, Absolutely. they pay Roger Goodell. I mean, Roger Goodell works for the ownership. So, I mean, there's reasons why when you look at Daniel Snyder and his case that's going on in D.C. with the, you know, the the congressional hearings and everything, it's it's a different it's a different ball game. So yes, uh, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that that's what it is. You know, and I've always said that as long as you know the rules, even if they're not the right rules, you have a chance. Right. You got to know you got know what the rules are and and unfortunately for the players they don't have the same set of rules as the ownership does so uh to go and say well this guy he didn't get punished for this that and the other that's never seemed to work for me right and never you can never point at someone else and say well his punishment was this that and the other. yeah well we're not worried about him we're worried about you so that's that's the case so i, I just think that this is going to be one of those that is going to be a very hefty punishment i think it should be a very hefty punishment do i think the ownership should be held responsible for their issues yeah sure but again we know that we know the game we know that it's not like that so um you know this is going to be something that we're going to continue to update because it's going to continue to develop you know again even when we hear the initial ruling we know that that's not it it's going to be more that's going to come down from that uh, as far as either appeals or or whatever they decide to do and i don't i'm not a, a legal expert so i don't even know the next two or three steps i just know that there's going to be another two or three steps following the initial ruling so buckle up it's the summer of watson and when i mean that i mean that not in a flattering way i mean in that in a we're paying attention to see what happens with them no okay but Basically, uh, because I am a law grad, I will say basically. <laughs> Why you raise your hand, man? You you ain't got you ain't got to raise your hand so we can call on you, Chris Carter. Can you please speak? Yeah, <laughs> actually, Your Honor. Uh, but uh, but seriously, the whole point of the, the post hearing breeze, basically, the evidence has been laid out before this judge. Right now, these two sides have to argue their sides, and they have to they're, they're going to submit their briefs. There's probably going to be another you know argumentative period, and then that's what's going to lead to the decision. And that's why don't expect anything new right now. Mm-hmm. But just updating on what the situation is. That's where they're at. The I guess what they what they call you know the. Bringing the bringing your evidence forward. Both sides have now brought all that forward. Now it's just about making their points to say, "Hey, this is what the president's president right. has been said. This is what's actually happened. This is why the judge should side with us over the other side on what the punishment should be, or if there should even be a punishment." Right. So we'll see how that plays out in the in the NFL. Either way, it's going to be a huge story when it does finalize, and I expect that to come the next few weeks. Uh, not this next week, not next week, right? But I'm talking. I'm I'm saying in like maybe two or three weeks. That's when we start to see a resolution after the 11th. Uh, but anyways, that's why you it, keep it, a lawyer on, on standby, right? To break those kind exactly. of things down. <laughs> exactly. We, we, we got little breakdowns like that that we got when, when legal stuff is going on. But hey, the Friday edition, we're going to try to keep things a little bit lighter. That's why we do these lists. That's why we do these debates about who should be higher, who should be right. lower, play cap or no cap. But we do got to get to the serious stuff because we don't run away from that here. We run we run to it. We want to get you guys our opinions and our and updates on what's going on there. Thanks again for checking out the Locked On NFL podcast. As always, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Q, let people know where they can find you, follow you, get more of your work. Man, everything you can find is on Twitter, at your boy Q254. It's real simple. Uh, Cincinnati Bengal fans are really good at finding me on Twitter and identifying me. So at your boy Q254, any other fan base that I may have pissed off, uh, DMs are always open. Shout me out. Uh, always love and appreciate all the uh, all the feedback. How about you? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Do check you out and do and do go after him before you go after <laughs> me, because it seems like a lot. A lot of people do sometimes like they're just like, ah, you know, we're just going to attack you. And then sometimes like <laughs> I'll just fall back to ice. Like there's times that we say the exact same things and people come after you. And I'm like, ah, they're not coming for me today. Right. That's good. Right. That's good. I got um, it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but of course, you, you could hear Q over on Locked on Raiders, just like you hear uh, him right here every Friday. But again, I'm Chris Carter. Um, you can find me on the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like you find Q on Locked On Raiders. The same way that you find this, you found this podcast, whether YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Um, you can also find you can also find me on SteelersNow.com, where I write about the Pittsburgh Steelers um, and uh, breaking things down, breaking things down there. So check check me out. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques, where I'm always give, give it, giving my thoughts, my, putting my articles. Basically, the same thing as Q. If you want to find my work, most likely you'll find you'll find me there. So thanks again to everyone who checked this out. We we'll back next week with more on your locked on on, on your locked on NFL podcast. Hope you have a great Fourth of July weekend. Have some cookouts. Enjoy enjoy some sun. Have a good time. And then we'll be back next week to get you ready and keep you going because then we'll be only a couple weeks away from training camp. Yeah, That'll buddy. Be fun.